For today's topic, we're going to be discussing racism in the Arab community. Okay, so why are we discussing this topic? Mm. Let's not dive in too fast. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a long one. This is a very debatable topic. Um, Even though there's not much debate into it, though. Yeah. It's very simple, but very complicated. We felt like this was the perfect um, topic to discuss after our last episode of the Jahiliya era, since um, racism in the Arabic community still exists till now. And it kind of ties it down... It reflects to the Jahiliya era, yeah, definitely. It, it does. There's, like, some correlation between this episode and the, the last, last episode. episode that yeah. we did. Because, obviously, what we, what we, you know, said, what we spoke about in the last episode, those things are still happening. And especially right now, in this world that we're living in, with so much injustice that's happening, um, especially towards our the black communities, the Muslim black community, and the non-Muslim black community, just all mm-hmm. black people. There's so much injustice that's done around the world, and not just living in America and all the stuff that's happening, all the horrible things that are happening. I feel like this is the perfect time to speak about this topic. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get started. Okay, we'll give you guys our three points that we're really trying to focus on. Okay, so the first point we're going to talk about is is racism acknowledged in the Arab community? Second point is beauty standards. Third point is um, how children are taught racism since a very young age. Fourth point is marriages. And then the fifth point, we're going to self-reflect. Okay. Okay. So let's begin with the first point. Is racism in the Arab community acknowledged? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, they don't even know what racism is. Like, so why is it not acknowledged? So I feel that people don't, they don't want to admit they're wrong. Or that they're racist. They're, okay, so Arab people, not all, but they're very egocentric. So they mm-hmm. they want to be better or there's Better so than much, everyone else. So much and they want to be right. Yeah, there's so much pride. Very egocentric. So mm-hmm. they don't they don't want to admit they're wrong since they were brought up that way since a very young age. Yeah. Um, but, like, what's the, the whole belief of I'm superior to you just because mm-hmm. I'm brighter than you in color? I'm an Arab or I'm this mm-hmm. or that. Why? Why do people feel that way? I feel like they're holding on to culture, lineage, in their tribe. That's that's true. But it's also, if you look back to where all this started, mm-hmm. you would see that the shaitan had the exact same mindset as this. As yeah, some arrogance. That, arrogance. Right. Why did he not prostrate? Why? Because when um, Allah commanded Adam and Eve to prostrate, or to the angels, the angels to prostrate to the, towards them, what did he say? He said no. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm the devil, I'm the shaitan. How am I going to um, bow down to someone who's human? You made him out of clay. Mm-hmm. I was made out of fire. You see the correlation between this? Yeah. It's as if you're, um, you're seeing yourself the exact same way the shaitan saw himself towards Adam and towards everybody else that wasn't like him. Yeah. And I feel like... And you feel there's such yeah. ignorance. That ignorance is filled from here. Where did this ignorance come from? 
from shit And it's sad because it's like racism by minority groups. Er, the Arab so community funny. is a minority. So you, you would think you know them. how it feels. And but you know what? You don't even need to experience racism to be passionate about it. Absolutely yeah. Not. Some people you think, really oh, you only have to be passionate no. in speaking about racism only if you've you experienced it yourself. It. You don't need to experience it to be passionate about it. It's such and an interesting thing. religion teaches anti-racism. That's right. The it's an anti-racist religion. Anti-racism. So... How are you going to come here and tell me um, racism doesn't exist or racism... You need to see color in order to see issues. You can't... Mm-hmm. There's people that use it that use it as an excuse. Like, you you tell them, oh, you're racist, and then they go on to be like, oh, I don't see color. No, you need to see, see color. color. Like, uh, no, what do you see, No, you need see, to honey? see color in order to see an issue. Yeah. You can't see everyone as equal cause, because the truth is not everyone's equal in the society. And, okay, let me get that straight. Mm. Well, yes, you have to see color because in order to see color, you'll see struggle. Mm-hmm. And if you're not seeing any color, then what are you saying then? Yeah, we are, we're all this. We should be treated the same, but at the same time, we're not seeing the same. Definitely mm-hmm. not. Okay, so I want to talk about why why racism is not acknowledged in the in in our community. Why isn't it acknowledged? Ignorance. It goes ignorance back to ignorance and ego. Pride. People are very egocentric. They they wanna their their pride is so high. They wanna be right. Mm-hmm. They wanna be superior to everybody else because they That's feel true. they're the most superior being. It's when the like, truth is, like if you look at the prophet, the in Islam. Yeah. The prophets in Islam, they weren't all his Arabs. companions. His companions. And, and, yeah, companions weren't. They all weren't. Arabs. They were mainly but black. We're t- if we look at all the prophets, um, we can see that they were not all from the same tribes and they were not all from the same ethnicity. They were not all Arab. Like, you know, even though there isn't a lot mentioned in the Quran, but we can still tell there was different tribes, different nations. They all came for different types of people. Israel, um, the Arab, the non-Arab, everybody. And especially because we know that um, Musa salam was from Israel. And he also was uh, described as a dark-skinned um, man. So how are you going to come and tell me that we're all supposed to be the same? We are, there's, Islam is specifically so diverse. It has so much diversity in color and ethnicities and nationalities. And we all come together following one single religion. And the whole ignorance of color and race and... It just it doesn't correlate with Islam, right? It doesn't sit there. It I mean, in the Quran, in the Quran, it says, "Oh, you who believe, be persistently standing firm for Allah, witness injustice, and do not let the hatred of people prevent you from being just. Be just. That is nearer to righteousness and fear Allah. Indeed, Allah is fully aware of what you do. Even though you're taught from a very young age, you're not really taught racism. You're just mainly um, like you don't go there. Yeah, just don't go there. You know." Like, I mean, like the Quran. You're supposed to stand for injustice. Yeah, yeah. For when you're standing for injustice, you're standing to, to Allah. You're, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's piety in there. Yeah. That's a way of worship. You're not gonna see the oppressed, and stay um silent about it. Mm-hmm. You have to. You see injustice. You have to speak about it. You have to fix that. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, you have to stand up for injustice that's happening in the world. Yeah. And it's taught of it's taught in Islam. So I don't understand how can you be 
uh, a Muslim and racist. How could you? Like, what Islam are you following? True. What Islam are you following, please? Because that's not Islam's teachings. No. Or the Prophet, peace be upon him, teachings. These are just a bunch of people that are just making culture into a whole different thing. Mm -hmm. That's that's not Islam, honey. That's not it. Yeah. But Um, what else goes on with the Arab community, though? How do they look at black people? The black communities. How do we look at them? How do we see them? Do they even... Mm, man, they so see them. Fun. I feel like they see them as like inferior. Yeah, definitely inferior. Like they're the inferior being towards and them. And Arab are very superior. I don't know what type of angels y'all think you are, but <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> injustice is injustice. Like it's it injustice. just not like it's just not right. It's not yeah. correct. It's literally what. The Prophet did not teach us this at all. So. And then Allah created us from different tribes and, and nations to know one another. So how do the Arab communities, how do they view black people? And specifically like in the black communities and um, even the Muslim black communities. How do they view them? How so, do we see them? Yeah, so they view them as evil. Let's begin with that. Evil trashy violence very yeah violent ratchet i mean and we're being that's mainly the straight point. up that's like already yeah that's like, being just straight up and if you don't raw, agree with like, that it's you're, you're not seeing the whole idea you're not here. seeing it definitely. it's literally there very clear sense mm-hmm. just growing up that's how we're told how we're taught mm-hmm. how we're supposed to be um seeing them like yeah. that which is it correct, obviously, and this is, it doesn't even come from the teachings of Islam, which is the funniest part. So you mm-hmm. would think, where did this all come from? And again, we just said it was from culture, mm-hmm. and it is. Um, There's many. It's ingrained types. in our heads like that, though. Yeah. Ingrained that they're like that. Why? Because of superiority. Yeah. So you think that you're the superior being, and they're inferior to you. Mm-hmm. And this is from what teachings of what the shaitan. That's how the shaitan viewed him. That's right. There is many, many himself. stereotypes that they've created. Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily that they've created. Like a lot of them, the Western world created, but they, they have always adhere cre- to them. Yeah, they adhere to them, and they also create many of their own. Um, for example, we can speak about. What do they describe them? Mm-hmm. So the they, A word Abid they, they, yeah. they reference them as Abid And mm-hmm. we all know what Abid means Means the slave of Allah But when you're using it in that term You're using it in a very demeaning In such an ugly Demeaning term. and insulting way It's so because insulting you would never Okay so when I, when, when I look at it They would They wouldn't describe Um themselves or their as kids Abid. as Abid. But if they were to see some um another dark darker skinned person, whether they're Muslim or not, mm-hmm. that's what they would refer to them as. It's if, like why can't we refer if, to ourselves Abid if exactly. we're all of Allah? That's Let's right. Let's refer to your mother as Abid. Let's refer to ourselves as Abid. Let's refer to our kids as Abid. Because if we're you're all really gonna come and mm-hmm. if you're really gonna come here and say that I mean we're just saying that we're all slaves of Allah. No, you're not. You're literally not. You're very, very very offending them, especially with this um, word, which is literally the synonym of the N-word. Mm-hmm. So there's no difference. If anything, it's even uglier when you're using it. Very ugly. Especially because you're using, you're justifying it with Allah. Like, mm-hmm. how are you going to do that? You can't justify a word that you're using in a racist way. Mm-hmm. You can't justify it with Islam. And specifically because this word is used for what? Just these... Darker skin. Um, 
black and brown people in these communities. It's just for a specific group of people. It is not used for Arabs at all. So you cannot be using this word. It's such an ugly term. You mm-hmm. shouldn't. Who are you to say that they're Abid? We're all Abid of Allah. Mm-hmm. If it's not there. Mm-hmm. So you can't demean people, these group of people like that. How can you be Muslim and then And demean- still say that. How can you be Muslim and say that word? Like, how is... It should be eliminated We're from our dictionary. We're of God, so there's no reason you should be demeaning others by calling them slaves. You're calling them that, and you're you're not acknowledging that you're also a slave. Yeah. You're you're literally putting yourself as a superior. When you're using this word, like, there's so much um, deep deepness into that. It creates so much... Um, what's it called? Like, in their, the kids' minds. Yeah. So these this word it, it literally builds in and engraves to their subconscious mind. subconscious minds, mm-hmm. especially like um, children when you're teaching them I be this I be that left right and center like um it's not correct they're at gonna all. grow up yeah knowing that yeah they're gonna it. just know call them with what they are do not say that a word mm-hmm. that's just not correct. There, it's no. You can't justify if it's correct or not. There is no way. If someone no can way. actually come on here and justify the using of the word abid Please towards so. towards dark skin, brown or black people, I'd love to hear it. I'd love, I'd to, love hear to hear it. your point because we know that you know that Mel, you're you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now let's speak of speak about beauty standards. Ooh, beauty standards. You're so gonna be mad. <clears throat> So, representation is mainly on European features. And this is not just an Arab thing. This is a Western... This is a Western... Um, yeah. Connotation. A Western standards. I mean, it's funny. To everybody in the world. Everyone sees it like that. The Western beauty is uh-huh. like... The, Definitely. The, the European features. The main. I mean, if you look at our parents' wedding photos, like our mothers... Looking <laughs> <laughs> like ghosts. Looking like ghosts. <laughs> pale. It's like really, really. It's like the paler, the whiter, the more beautiful you are. White, soft and hair, all that you know, and soft, people can't even. Silky hair, white, and it causes pale face. it causes many young girls and guys as well to not appreciate their skin color. They won't. They don't appreciate their skin color, right. their hair type. Um, if you have even the slightest tan, they don't view you as beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, clear your face. Use this product. Use like fair and lovely, honey. Oh my God, let's not even go there. But especially like that for the brown communities, mm-hmm. like the daisies with the um, fair and lovely. Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's so fair and lovely is literally white. Up, white. it's so messed fair, up. Pale white. Mm-hmm. But some like people in our Arab communities use those products. A lot of the women. Uh, they use uh whitening. Um, whitening creams. Well, that's for another subject. But um, yeah, whitening use, products. All that. Um, whitening masks. So like, I mean, if you're ingraining these type of beauty standards into into your children's um minds mm-hmm. from such a young age, what? How do they grow up? They grow up hating themselves, their color, and uh, viewing white as beautiful. Yeah, they'll Not always view white as their beautiful, own and they'll view dark. Brown and black as ugly. And we're all, we all have beautiful colors. Everyone's, you know, different in their own ways, different colors, different race, yeah, tribes. Definitely, definitely. We all come together to beautify this whole ummah. Specifically, I'm talking about the Muslim ummah. Like, how are you going to come to me and someone else for having a lighter skin color than you or a darker skin color than you? Just, you know, that's not our teachings. That's mm-hmm. not correct at all. That's not our Islamic teachings. But yeah, the beauty standards are big time, like... 
it's there there especially in arabs and stuff like that and it's yeah. always passed down okay so for example um so we're gonna give an example of these type of beauty standards so women use a way lighter skin i'm talking like about the older ladies like especially you know, the older ladies ladies because they have that um mentality the mentality it's beautiful yeah so like an ex- examples are they use like a lighter foundation like you know all that like five times lighter than their skin color <laughs> way much straight, lighter always straighten their hair sleek white it, it, you know, if you just, have curly hair you straighten that it's it's viewed as a like it. just mess like you're a mess yeah it's curly hair is not beautiful yeah. straight hair is like the standard yeah beauty and standard the, the more pale you are the more beautiful you're mm-hmm. seen yeah so I'm sure there's so many terms that they be using a lot. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to talk about our third point. Um, taught racism since a young age. So, okay, in the Arab community, um, the teachings, when it like comes to teaching with children and all that, yeah, the upbringing of kids, mm-hmm. they don't allow their children to be, to like mix with darker skinned kids, like black yeah, kids like african park and they'll warn you and they'll t- yeah, yeah like, and they'll tell them stay away dumb. from um from the from darker skin yeah stay away and from the like, a-words and it's very funny because like if you look at the prophet peace be upon him when, who was his closest friend the, Bilal, Bilal, which is, Bilal. And he's a dark skin yes and he was a slave as well and he was also a slave so i don't understand when we have parents in the 21st century not allowing their children to mix or to be friends with darker-skinned kids. Mm-hmm. And, and again, it, just, it, it brings back to the stereotypes of mm-hmm. violence. Mm-hmm. Um, evil. You know, evil. Wretch. R- all that. All that. There's so many. Oh, my God. But, like, for real, like, they really don't let their kids play with anybody that's not the same, even, uh, what's it called, ethnicity as you. Oh, same country. Same and everything. I just want to say, okay, this podcast isn't all about, like, just racism towards the black community. If we're being 100% raw and honest, each one of the Arab community, all of them, so I'm talking about Yemeni, Lebanese, Iraqi, Palestini, all, they are racist towards anyone not their kind. I'm not saying all of them. Repeat that again, please. They are racist towards anyone not of their kind. And I so, don't mean all of them. Yeah. I do not, I do not whatsoever mean all of them. Not but I'm just them. being honest. Every single tribe, every single nation, they're racist towards anybody, not of them. Why? Because they're very egocentric and they're, they're, they take pride in themselves and Too all much that. pride. So much pride to the point where they don't even see someone else as the same as them. them. Even though they're following the same religion. Even they're Muslim. I even know. they're Arab. They're all the same. They're <laughs> all the same, they're but they view themselves higher. Yeah, and now like we're talking about black. They they view black and criticize them, Definitely. but also they criticize they, Arabs that are within the Arab community. Like it's crazy. It's really they don't, fun. They don't oh, view them man. as. It's not the same. Like uh, a Yemeni could inferior. be could be seen superior uh-huh. to a Lebanese. A Lebanese could see himself superior to a Yemeni. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's mm-hmm. so many. Like we're not just talking about a specific, um, you know. Yeah. Country of uh, within talking, Arabs. Yeah. We're talking about all type of Arab. There's and we're not every single one of them. the Arab community between themselves. Between themselves. Because if you're not one of their kind, you're not the same. And it's just ridiculous. Same village. Even the same village. And they'll still criticize because you. Because Allah created us from different tribes and nations. For what? To get to know one Read another. Read the verse. Okay, so chapter 49, verse 13. 
Allah says in the Quran, O mankind, indeed we have created you from male and female and made you peoples and tribes that you may know one another. Indeed, the most noble of you in the sight of Allah is the most righteous of you. Righteous of you. That's right. So, so not based on color, not based on tribe, not based on... No. Based on who is most righteous, who has more piety. Exactly. So God created all people from Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve are parents. And they made them in different um, cultures, race, faiths, to complete and co cooperate together for the mankind prosperity and to not fight. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to identify yourself as a Muslim and still not agree with the words of Allah? Do you understand the problem here. Mm -hmm. It's such a big it's so issue. hypocritical, to be Very honest. hypocritical. It's so hypocritical because it's almost like you're choosing Adhering what to, to choosing follow, what to follow. not to follow. Like, choosing which sunnah to follow, choosing which... um. Like I'm choosing to pray, but I'm also choosing to be racist towards anybody not of my kind. Like, I don't yeah, understand Not that. from the, my same people. I don't understand that. Like, we're all Arab at the end of the day, and we're all following the same religion. We're all people. We're all humans in the end of the day. There's absolutely no reason why... To be racist. To, ra to, to hate one another, to just... Especially be racist to towards a different race, yeah. different color. How are you going to say that when Allah People really are so created us all? God created us. Allah created us to be all different. Yeah. Why? So we can all come together and unite and within each other. And this brings us to our very next topic mm -hmm. about marriage and how if you are not from the same exact yeah. tribe, basically, mm -hmm. basically they're racist towards anyone out of their kind and not accepting for marriages. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then Don't they use for marriages. They use it as um so. So let's say, um, okay, let's just give an example. So let's give a, yeah, let's give an example. Like, so let's say um, for a, a Palestinian girl wants to get married to this darker skin mm -hmm. man, okay? He comes in, he um, proposes all that. And then let's say, I'm not saying this for everyone, but I'm no, just saying, the I'm giving an example, okay? Yeah. So her parents would not allow it because obviously darker skin tone. And not one of their kind. Even there's times where literally it could be same um, village or no, no, no. It could, it could be, be the same. same village, but like a mile away from me. Uh-uh, <laughs> hell no, buddy. You ain't coming here. Yeah. You're a mile away from me. We're not the same. And then oh. they blame that on the language, the culture barrier, and they won't understand that's that. That's an excuse. And that's the biggest excuse. Okay. Why is it an excuse? Explain it. Oh Why God. isn't it an excuse? I mean, the truth is, if we're being honest, their thoughts that all black brothers are thieves, are drug dealers, are bad with women. It's basically stereotypes from the media and from mm -hmm. just inherent they follow these. They, they literally follow these stereotypes. So when you see somebody coming to ask for your daughter's hand... And that's from a different, let's say it's, it's even a different vice culture. Versa. It's even vice versa. And vice versa, yes, but Definitely. like a different culture, even yeah. a different race. If he's yeah. black, if he's white, if he's this or if it's that. Mm -hmm. It's always um, like, I, I understand the, the barriers there is, like the language, the. But Allah made that for us. The to culture, know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're saying like the barriers. Yeah, understand yeah. There's I understand barriers. That. But at the same time, some of you, like from the Arab community. Some of them take, there's an extent to that. Some of them take it way too way far. Way too far. Way, way too, too far. far where it's not supposed to be like that. Since when did God said, uh, when, since when did Allah say that you are not allowed to 
let your daughter marry somebody that's from a different village, mm -hmm. different country, different culture, different race. And I understand the, the concept of them being scared because and we're they talking don't know about them. people. We're talking specifically about Muslims. We're not talking about someone that's a non-Muslim. Oh yeah, that's a whole different thing. No, 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 that's we're talking else. about black Muslims trying to marry your Muslim daughter. You know what Honestly, I'm saying? Honestly, we're talking about not just black Muslims trying to marry your Muslim daughter. We're talking about anybody that's not of your kind trying to marry your Muslim but daughter. But a Muslim. Or Do you understand the point? A Muslim. Yeah. And it's like... It's not accepted. It's Why not. is it not accepted? Again, with the superiority and the shaitan, all of that is tied together. Arrogance. It's so much arrogance. It's like we're, we're never so even So ignorant about towards this. anyone that's not of their kind. Exactly. And it just... I don't understand it. And I do understand, like, the concept of being um, scared of, you know, um, getting your sons or daughters married to someone not from your family or tribe or nation or any of that. I do understand that, but at the end of the day, that's why, that's why God said he created tribes and nations to get to know one another, you know? People be like, oh, well, we know about this man from our family way more than we mm -hmm. would know about this other guy that's not even that's not even Yemeni. That's not even Lebanese. He's not one of our kind. He's not Lebanese. But the truth is, Yemeni, you don't even here. really know that man that's part of your family. Mm -hmm. The only thing you know is what your family, what the family, what his mother and what his, what his mother and father told you about him. You don't really know him. So it's not your place to say, I know him more than someone um, else a stranger you know? an outsider but the you, truth is the you, truth is the outsider could treat your daughter more than the freaking um your own family could that's right more than your family could definitely so don't always think that if, it, if the person's family or the person from the same tribe as you they're gonna treat you and honor you and more you can it's an not outsider. even your no, place it could to be the say opposite. you it's know him place. more than you know the person you know this man or a woman from your family more than you know this other man or woman. Mm -hmm. The truth is, you don't know either. And they're both so strangers many to you. You don't really have, know them. Like as much as there is some diversity that's happening, like now in this generation, Yemenis are seeing to marry some different race and stuff like that. And brown mm -hmm. people are becoming more open to marry somebody from, even though they're dark, but people more darker. Yeah. Again, if you're a little bit dark in the middle, it's like you always go lighter, but you can't go darker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But um. We understand there's some progress that's going on, but is this progress? It's not. Mm, there's not much progress. You know. You know. To what be honest, saying? when you think about it, it's kind of as if we're living in the Jahiliya era, where exactly. I don't want to compare it 100 percent, but like I'm but saying, with the racism, it really does relate to the era of ignorance, which is before Islam came. Like that's people still other. acting, people are still racist towards their own kind, mm -hmm. towards other people, like. They, it's like they act like Islam isn't even here. Mm -hmm. Like Islam, like the Quran wasn't even brought down. They choose to ignore it all. Okay, so I'll give you um, like a story or example of this. Mm -hmm. um, the anti-racist views and stuff like that. Where this was taught by the Prophet ﷺ. Peace be upon him, Prophet Muhammad. So, um, there's a story how Muhammad, uh, peace be upon him, he defended Bilal. After Abu Dhar, um, one of the Prophet's companions, he, where he was calling Bilal the son of a black woman. So the Prophet, والسلام, he was annoyed by this emphasis of identifying people by their skin color. Like the son of this and this mm -hmm. from their skin color. Mm -hmm. So the Prophet was annoyed by this and he said, um, he criticized Abu Dhar by stating, you are the man who still has the traits of ignorance in him. The Prophet's reference to Abu Dhar's ignorance 
refers to the pre-Islamic state of Jahiliyyah, That's what I was saying. which is the state of ignorance, mm-hmm. which we were talking about the period of, of Arab um, history before Islam was um, introduced, and there was a lot of barbarism, and there was no laws. It was lawlessness, as described in the Quran. So the Prophet's anti-racist mentality it helped lead Arabs out of this darkness and into the light by guiding them onto the path of justice and equality. Why are we not seeing this? It's upsetting this our, because we're not. The Prophet himself it. is an anti-racist. So why we are we? We cannot be. We can't just not be racist. We have to be anti-racist. Uh-huh. You know. So these teachings really um, signifies what Islam is and unites people together from different tribes, race, and color, and cultures that we're all the same, we share the same religion, we're one ummah, stop criticizing people just because... Stop dividing people, stop dividing so stop much. demeaning others. We're dividing culture, we're, we're, uh, let's, let's say we're, okay, we're in the same religion, we understand that, we're all united by religion, but we're divided by what, the culture? That's right. Language. We demean others. Language, the traditions, mm-hmm. the, um, even... Tied down all the way to the villages. Mm-hmm. To the villages. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. It's really bad. It is. Living in the 21st century and still having to discuss something like this, especially within the Muslim Ummah where we're all supposed to be united as one. Yes. And let's okay. not forget that the first person that ever called to prayer was who? Bilal. Bilal. Um, so Bilal was... Mm-hmm. And why did the Prophet um, choose him? He chose him for his honorable role. Mm-hmm. His honorable role and what uh, characteristics he had. And he told him that you are one of you one of me. You know, you're one of the people of Jannah. Why? This chose a significance. A sign, this signifies that it's not um, always people one of your kind that could be most... And I'm not say, trying to say that the most honorable, but people who... Um, different races you or different color mm-hmm. could have more honor than the people of your own tribe or yes or, and they could have characteristics you it's literally viewing them as characteristics not mm-hmm. you you cannot demean them by the color you of know? their race yeah so this demonstrated that social exclusion and subordination based upon skin color it was not permitted in an islamic society it cannot it cannot coexist Racism cannot coexist in an Islamic um, society because Islam it's it's very hypocritical if you put these words together. Yeah, definitely. So the Prophet, uh, peace be upon him, he believed that the form of tribalism um, it was like cancerous. Why? Because it drove people to ethnic. Lo- they were very loyal to their ethnicities, and even if that meant that they supported oppression and injustice. They're so loyal to the tribes and their culture. To their nation, And they stick to so much that. to that. that To the point they're oppressing and demeaning everyone else who's not them. Exactly. It's, it causes oppression and injustice, and they're supporting that. As long as they're loyal, and they're entertaining the ideas of their ethnicity and their so culture. Which is so hypocritical as a Muslim exactly. to be in that state of mind. Mm-hmm. So, um... The prophets, the prophet, peace be upon him, last sermon was at um, Mount Arafat in six thirty-two A.D., and this is where one of the most iconic verses in the Quran, and to really, it's like build the foundation of how there's no superiority and inferiority within um, Muslims or non-Muslims. Everyone, all of us, the you know, the children of Adam and Eve, we're all seen the same. 
Mm-hmm. So in, this, in his speech, um, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, stated that an Arab has no superiority over a non-Arab, nor a Arab, nor a non-Arab has any superiority over an Arab. A white person has, has no superiority over a black, nor does a black have any superiority over white, except by what? Except by piety and good action. Mm-hmm. Except by piety and good action. So why are we still living in a time where we still need to discuss this? Mm-hmm. Why is that? You know, exactly. It just begs the question. Yeah, because it's, it's very hypocritical for all seen to not have any um, superiority just because you're an Arab. Well, someone who's not an Arab, you're not superior to him. And a non-Arab is not superior to you just because you're mm-hmm. Arab. And if you're black, you're not superior because... To a, to a white person. Mm-hmm. And if you're white... And you're we gotta acknowledge this honestly because there are many racist um, people that go around saying, you know, mm-hmm. they don't have those views. When in reality, their actions, their... Um, yeah, their actions, they, they literally show those views. You know? Our role model here is the Prophet, peace be upon him, because mm-hmm. he was an inspiration for those working in to get rid of um, the world of the evilness of racism and how it can really um, cause, like, it can really cancer, um, it can be cancerous to the Islamic societies if these teachings are still existing. It, it just is. cannot coexist together. It, it, it cannot, it can't. But just, it goes beyond the message of Islam and the it sin does. of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Because mm-hmm. if we look back, there's literally no evidence to justify the racism that we have, especially towards um, black people. And we're not just talking about The only thing Muslims. that could justify it is the era of ignorance, which is before Islam was... That's it. And why are we still carrying that? Why are we still carrying that? Why are we carrying an Such era pagan of... society. Why, why are we know? carrying a mindset from an era that Islam wasn't even brought? Exactly. Like, people really out here acting like... They weren't brought down. The Quran wasn't brought down. It came the Prophet to, didn't give them it, ta- it came to take us out of that darkness that pe- the people were in before Islam was there. Yeah, it's we're like people are still the light. dragging us we're into taking, that darkness. We're in the light, but also, even though we're in the light, it's like... We're still dragging. It's still dim- dimming that light. Why are we dimming that light? You know what I'm saying? But we're dimming it by racism. Mm-hmm. That's what causes um, so many issues like that. Okay. But again, like... You know... You could even be a black Muslim. And I've heard stories, personally I've heard stories, where a black Muslim would walk, um, you know, walk past a, a Muslim, an Arab Muslim, let's say. And if he says, Assalamu alaikum, they don't even, um, oh they don't God. even, you know. They don't read the salam, they don't, they don't, um. They don't return the salam. That's right. They do not return the salam. <laughs> oh, that take me a moment to think about it. Yeah. So, like, how? How are you going to really put yourself out there like that? Mm-hmm. How are you not going to, you know, put, say salam to, to your own ummah? Yeah. To your people as well. That's just because right. they have a different race. So and that brings different. us to our last and final point. So, we want, we wanted um, this episode, we wanted. The end of the, the ending of this episode, we wanted um, everyone listening to this to inspect themselves, you know, mm-hmm. because that's how it starts, you know, we to like to end this system, this this racism in our ummah. But how do we begin? We begin with ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we inspect ourselves. Do you hold any prejudices because of someone's color, 
ethnicity or race and you gotta really think about this you know and if you see this within yourself um you can acknowledge it you know part of growth is acknowledging what you've been taught exactly we're not telling you that to, to un um acknowledge it acknowledge it but move past it move past it and learn and from it. it i mean change it try to change it i mean you have islam it taught you literally justifies why we, we yeah, we want everyone to inspect themselves. I mean, how will you stand before Allah with a heart like that? How? With a racist heart. With how? a racist heart and saying that you're better um, to your uh, to black brothers and sisters just because you're uh, Arab. Yeah. Or and just because you're white. That's what? right. And don't hide their mask. Just be honest with yourself about how you're thinking and feeling, you know? Towards them. Because that's how it begins. It begins with yourself. You want to make a change, begin with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, as like I was saying, like, how can you justify your racism and prejudice to Allah and the way you treat people because of their color? How can you justify it to Allah? If you can find a way to justify it to Allah, I would love to hear it. Or be honest with yourself. I know. Or just be honest be with honest yourself, yourself and acknowledge it Where and does learn it, it from? and move on from it. The rooting is from shaitan. Get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that. People to really acknowledge that. the issue. from the shaitan. Yeah. Exactly. Racial division is not Islam. Mm-mm. It is not. All this dividing is not part of Islam. It's not whatsoever. Islam. So and if you find your mindset in, if you find your mi- minds like if you find yourself in that mindset, then that right there shows where you stand. So we're gonna wrap up wrap up this episode. Oh, but I, okay, I have one more thing. Okay, you go. So I just wanted to say racism, prejudice, discrimination undermines the dignity of people, whether you're Muslim or, or not. not. Wow. And that wraps up this episode. We hope you learned something from this. And, and we hope you can acknowledge you yourself. Acknowledge and inspect it within and yourself and try to change people. it. Yeah. And to really unite as one ummah and to stop the division of race and color. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we're all one religion. We're all whether one religion, one Ummah. Whether we cherish, um, share the same religion or not, we shouldn't uh, demean people just because of the way um, they, sh- they, um, they love. follow different faith mm-hmm. or the way they look, the way they dress, the way they... Um, Muslim or non-Muslim, we're yeah, all human. we're all human. We're all... And I really think people should take the Prophet, peace be upon him's teachings and, and Islam's teaching mm-hmm. into consideration He's our with marriages, with, with kids, with friends. Um... With all of that. All of know? that. Everything that we mentioned in this episode. Mm-hmm. We really hope that you guys um, really took something from here and mm-hmm. learned something. Because that's the point it, of yeah. it. We understand there's issues. And coming from an Arab community, we're trying to change that. We're trying to acknowledge it. and really, We just want people to acknowledge yeah. what's there. We don't want to mask it. It is what it is. They turn know? a blind eye for it. And that's not what we're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. So we hope you really enjoyed this and learned something from it. Mm-hmm. And recommend us what we should talk about in our next topic. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Let's see you guys in, your, in our next episode. Um, girl, we're going to Islam. Salam. Salam.